This week is a double parasha, Chukas Balak. have a Devar Torah ready that I want to share with you. I'm going to do part is a very famous Chavetz Chaim Devar Torah that most people who've been there who for a significant time have heard multiple times. And then I want to share with an idea of my own. So in Parsha Chukas, at the end of the parsha, we find Moshe brings Chayisrael towards conquering the lands of Sichon and Og. And he first conquers the land of Sichon. And then when he comes to the land of Og, the Pusik tells us in Chaf Aleph Lamedalid, the Yom Rosh Moshe Atira Oso, Kibiyad Chanasati Oso, Hashem says, don't fear Og, I'm going to give liverment to your hands. So the obvious question is that Hashem doesn't warn him by Sichon, so why is he warning him by Og not to fear him? Why would Moshe fear him more? So Rashi explains, Moshe was afraid to fight him because he had this chus, how he helped Avram Avinu. As we find in Parshas Lakacha, Vayavu, a poet who came and told Avram Avinu that Lot had been kidnapped. So Avram Avinu went to rescue him from the war of the five, four kings and the five kings. So Og had that chus in his pocket that he'd helped Avram Avinu in that time, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu was worried about fighting Og, that that tzchus might support him in this battle. So the Sefsechachamim and the Da'asekenim both raised the issue that, if you look at that story, it's very clear, Rashi brings over there, that Og's kavana was for harm. He was trying to get Amravinu killed so that he could marry Sarah. So why would that be such a tzchus for him to hold up for him all these years later? Why is why is Moshe worried? So we see that this is in fact the value of a mitzvah, the power of a mitzvah, that all these generations later, that Og was Zochet to the Sarichas Yamim, probably because of this mitzvah, and that Moshe Rabbeinu was worried that who knows the power of a mitzvah, who knows the endlessness of his chusim in this world for this mitzvah, who knows if it could protect him, who knows if it's safe to attack him. I should have to reassure him that his, that he was no longer going to be protected anymore by this mitzvah. Just gives us inside Moshe's perspective on the power of a mitzvah. I think part of it is the fact that it was done, a chesed for Avram Avinu, just benefiting an Avram Avinu is such a tremendous chus. We find that Sarah Bas Asher was ochet to eternal life because she helped Yaakov Avinu by teaching, by breaking the news to him that Yosef was still alive. We find that Basya was Zochet to eternal life because she saved Moshe Rabbeinu when he was a baby. We find this idea that helping great people is a tremendous, tremendous sechos that we should apply to our own lives. And the Chiddush here that despite the negative kavanah doesn't detract, I mean it does detract, but there's still this tremendous power and value to this mitzvah. And they both bring that we find a similar thing in Parashas Balak. In Parshas Balak, we find that Balak was Zoche to Zchosim because of the carbonus that he brought to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara in Sota, Daf Mem Zayin, tells us, Amrav Yehuda Marav, a person should be Osik B'Torah B'Mitzvah, even Shalolishma, even without the proper motives. Shemitoch Shalolishma Bolishma. It'll bring a person to Lishma. Because in the reward for the 42 carbonos that Balak brought, Melech Moav brought in this Parks Parsha, he was Zochet to have a descendant of Rus. And from Rus came Shlomo, who we found brings a thousand karbanos. Elif Olavos, Yahweh Shlomo, this is before the building of the base of Megiddo. Shlomo brought a thousand karbanos in Givon. And Rabbi Yossi ben Choni says 
that Rus was the daughter of Eglon, who was the son of Balak. So we see that he was, she was Zochet to this direct descendant. The Masha there points out, it seems to be arguing with the Gemara that Rashi brings that Balak was a Midianite who was an outsider brought in for their protection. It seems like this Gemara is learning that he was a Moabite. But here also we find this idea. Balak was bringing these carbonos for the purpose of destroying the Jewish people. But at the same time, he was playing this, he knew how to play the system. He knew how to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That was the whole plan here with him and Balaam. So he brought these carbonos, and it was a tremendous cover for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way that he brought them in the proper method. And it doesn't go, didn't go to waste. He was Zoche, in fact, not just to have Rus come from him, but he was Zoche that Shlomo should bring a thousand carbonos as a reward for him bringing these 42 carbonos. And that's what the Gemara means, that you should do it even Shalolishma, because the corner of this Gemara is interesting, different than the standard idea of Shalolishma, Balolishma. The Gemara is saying because Balak brought carbonos Shalolishma, he was Zochan, have a descendant who brought carbonos Lishma. Gives us again an insight into the power of a mitzvah, how even if we have some bad carbonos, not to discount a mitzvah, and that we can never begin to appreciate the power of a mitzvah and what it mean, what it might mean for us. But the truth is the Gemara takes it even a step further. The Gemara brings a story that when Elisha Hanavi became a prophet, became the leader after Eliyahu went up to Shemayim, so Elisha came to Yericho and the people complained to him that their water was unfit to drink and he did a miracle by throwing some salt in there and he purified the water, he healed the water. As he's leaving the area, some, it says some Na'arim Kitanim, some small kids came. Sounds like they're probably teenagers from the Gemara. They came out of the city. They were mocking him. They said, Alei Kereach, Alei Kereach. Bald one, get out of here. Get out of here, Baldy. Gemara explains that they weren't really interested in him. So does David seems to like that they were mocking him, that his hair wasn't as good as Eliyahu's. They're saying, you see, he's, you're not on his Maila. You don't have as good, of, as good hair as Eliyahu. But... The way the Gemara explains it is they were, ma- they were saying, the bald one, because you've made, you've made our Parnassa bald. You've taken away our Parnassa. Back then, people need, back until now, people needed water. So we used to have, make good money being water carriers, bringing the water from outside this area. Now you cured the water here, you, got, you took away our Parnassa. That's how the Gemara explains what they were upset at him about. The Pasuk tells, he turned towards them, and he saw them, and he cursed them, B'Shem Hashem. Shtayim Dubim Two bears came out of the forest. It tore apart 42 of these children. Mara explains different ideas of what Elisha saw. I mean, he saw that they uh, weren't going to have good descendants. He saw that their mothers had conceived them on Yom Kippur night. He saw different things, and apparently they were worthy of this punishment. And at the same time, it seems the Gemara is somewhat critical of Elisha, that in fact he was punished for this event. But at the same time, there's this story in the, there's a story in the Tanakh of these bears coming out of the forest and tearing apart these children. And the Gemara actually has a machlokas. Is it one miracle or two miracles? Is the idea of the bears a miracle? That's Rav's pshat. Shmuel says it was a double nace. There was no forest there to begin with. Hashem made a miracle of putting a forest there and putting bears there. Because the bears are not going to feel comfortable going out and attacking if they don't have their forest. So the Gemara says, so you see that the Gemara says, I mean, despite the different cheshbonos of what's going on, the Gemara says this was a reward for the 42 karbonos. 
that because Balak brought 42 karbanos, he was Zoha that there should be 42 children from the Jewish people should be killed. That was his, what it was, that was his reward for bringing his, these karbanos. So the Gemara asked the question, I thought we said that his reward was the thousand karbanos that Shlomo HaMelech brought. So the Gemara explains, but he was trying to curse the Jewish people. So then he was trying to destroy the Jewish people with these karbanos. So very nice, he gets the reward of the thousand karbanos of Shlomo HaMelech, his descendant, bringing. But what about, what about the fitting reward that he was trying of accomplishing what he was trying to accomplish? The Gemara is explaining. So for that aspect of it, he was entitled, he, he was enabled to be the, the cause of destruction of 42 Jewish children. So it just gives an insight. Even, even that small aspect of it shouldn't go ignored either. However, that works when a person has a negative kavana that it could be a, that it has to be effectuated, has to be brought into the world. We find a similar idea that Haman gave tens of thousands of gold to destroy the Jewish people, and the Gemara Megillah explains how it had to be counteracted. It had a certain power. So too, he brought Kabbalah to the service of Hashem. He had a purpose. The purpose had to be actualized in the world. It had to be fulfilled. Just gives us an insight into the power of a mitzvah, even with the negative kavana, how far, how powerful the reach of it can go. See, it depends on the madrega, the kavanos, different factors. But we should never devalue the, perp- the, the value of chasing after mitzvahs and performing mitzvahs. May Hashem help us increase our mitzvahs and walk in the path that He has given us. Have a wonderful Shabbos.